Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, March 23rd of 2021. Like I mentioned yesterday, today is kind of like the calm day of the week. Um, And even that, I mean, it was a busy day, don't get me wrong, but like... The events were kind of standard. There wasn't anything too... Not that there wasn't anything exciting. There was, but, like, not too exciting. Like, it wasn't um, a groundbreaking day by any stretch of the imagination. So that's really lovely, um, given how the rest of the week is going to go. So I want to quickly talk about that. Um, I was not planning on adjusting my schedule, but then I realized that there's a state visit that ends on Thursday, on Friday, so this week we're going to do Monday through Saturday, so I'm going to, well, Monday through Friday recording, um, or Sunday through Friday, I guess, Um, I'm going to post an episode on Saturday morning that'll cover just the last day of the state visit, Um, because, and maybe some other things, if some other things are happening on Friday, and I want to do that because, like, I don't want to have three days go on, go by while this, when, after the state visit is over. Um, and so in the future, if there are state visits that, like, go into the weekend or whatever, I'll probably continue to do, um, just some additional episodes. It's not a huge deal, um... You know, after the past couple, well, week and a half, uh, things are feeling a little bit more normal. I got um, some things kind of organized today in a good mindset about everything, which is really good. I'm really happy with it. Um, so we'll, we'll be able, I should be able to just quickly Friday night go ahead and record. Um, it might be a car episode, like I might, I might record in my car. Um, but we'll, I will make sure that there's an episode covering at least the last day of the state visit, um, as well as anything that happens. And then maybe on Monday, I'll work on like a special episode, um, to have out on Monday. Cause obviously there won't be anything over the weekend necessarily. So I'll put up, um, a quick episode. Um, I think maybe I'll talk about, um, the additional royal families that I don't talk about and kind of why, um, but just like a quick rundown on the monarchies of the world, excluding the seven that I talk about every day. So that is where we're at. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move now to talk about the Belgian royal family. Belgium today, there were actually a couple of events. Um, you know what? I don't have my script up. Huh. Let's try that again. Um, okay, so there were a couple of different events. 
Uh, first, King Philippe held an audience with the executive vice president of the European Union Commission, who is in charge of competition in digital. Is that right? Is that the translation? <laughs> competition seems... Maybe they don't mean, like... They do mean competition, but, like... Um, you know, in terms of making sure the EU is kind of at the top of the world, um, which is fine. Um, so, okay. Yeah, that is the, that's the translation I have, at least. I don't know how accurate it is, but that's what I have. Um, so they met today around midday. Um, and then also today, Queen Mathilde held video calls with pediatricians in Belgium that are, um, the conversation was focused on the impact of COVID-19, shocker there, on children and families, um, especially focused on the areas of mental health and the long-term consequences of um, distance education, distance learning, and school closures, um, repetitive school closures. Because look, we've talked about this, but I will continue to do so. Um, because I think it's really important. Kids are extremely resilient. Um, they have an amazing capacity. However, we are asking a lot of children who do not understand why COVID is, or at least didn't, maybe do now, um, why COVID is such an extreme deal. So, they are having extreme consequences due to COVID. Um, much like everybody else, but these are children, so it's a little bit different um, because they can't, they haven't developed all the skills that they will need in their lifetime to um, bounce back from this as easily. They will, um, you know, and hopefully over the past year we've been helping them, and I know we have because I see different pieces of the mental health world coming together all the time and doing this work, but also just like in my day-to-day -day life of paying attention to uh, children's mental health and um, the effects of COVID. So like, I know we will take care of them, but of course that doesn't um, negate the fact that this is still um, stressful and intense for them. So um, again, I think I've said this several times now, but like continual props, to Queen Matilde for taking on this issue and like really focusing on it. Um, you know, even in the situation where she can't really be a lot of places because of a pandemic, but like she's talking and she's learning and I like genuinely appreciate that every single time. So that's what was going on in Belgium. And now we are gonna move on to the UK. was a bit of a interesting thing because I had no idea that like today was an important day in the UK. I didn't know this. I'm sorry, there was just so much noise. Um You guys, I'm still unpacking. Things are still sometimes a mess and sometimes the dog makes a ton of noise. 
she's now laying at my feet on my ottoman. She's fine. So, okay. Sorry. So I had no idea that the UK was going to make today, like, a specific day, which is really frustrating to me because I would have done a lot more in terms of being prepared had I known that this was going to happen, but I did not. So, um, today the UK, um, was honoring the first anniversary of the first lockdown in the UK, um, with a day that they were calling the Day of Reflection. So it was, um, Marie Curie UK, which was leading the effort, um, and that is an organization that supports, um, end-of-life care. So, with all of that, there were several things that happened today. Um, so we're going to go through the list, and I apologize for not knowing. If someone did know, like, I don't know how I missed it. I'm pretty in tune with all of this stuff, but that one I missed. Um, so anyway, okay, so the first thing, Queen Elizabeth sent flowers and a wonderful note um, to St. Bartholomew's Hospital, where um, I think it was given at first to a Marie Curie um, nurse, but then was um, displayed in the lobby of the hospital. It was a beautiful bouquet of flowers as well. Um, there were like irises and maybe daffodils and tulips. It was beautiful. Um, so that was the first thing. And then um, the Prince of Wales, who is the patron for Marie Curie UK, sent a video message um, basically reflecting on the collective loss that the UK has had, um, as well as just the strangeness of the year. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, so that was next. And then finally, so these are all like the obviously public facing engagements. And then we will still look at the court circular here in one second as well. Um, but then finally, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge visited the pop-up vaccination center at Westminster Abbey. Um, so they were able to talk with the staff that was assisting in the um, vaccine distribution. Um, and then they also took time at the Abbey to um, pay their respects. And um, they called it a moment of reflection on social media where they, um, William lit a candle, Kate laid um, a bouquet of daffodils, and they just had a moment where they reflected, um, which, you know, makes sense given that this was the day of reflection on the past year. Um, so that was all in public. I want to say a couple of like not related, but still kind of cutesy things about the trip to Westminster Abbey. Um, so that is where the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge were married. And there's this shot, um, that is strikingly similar to, when they were leaving the Abbey after their wedding, and it was just really pretty, and, like, Kate wore white today, which I just kind of <laughs> loved. Um, it was just a really cool event, um, in general, but, like, some of those touches of, like, ten years ago, their wedding, um, were, were, were really lovely. 
So that was what was going on public facing. And now we are going to take a quick peek at the court circular to see what was going on today behind the scenes. Um, so it looks like the Prince of Wales this evening held a meeting with the president of Ghana via phone. And then next we're going to Kensington Palace. Um, so the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge this morning visited Westminster Abbey's vaccination center. We knew that. Um, later on, the Duke of Cambridge uh, held a meeting. It just says held a meeting um, as part of the foundation for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Um, and then the Duchess of Cambridge, patron of Nursing Now, held a meeting via video link with um, the community midwife and founder of midwife-led community transformation in Uganda. So I'm sure we'll see that in the next couple of days. Um, but yeah, so that's what was going on in um, behind the scenes with the British royal family. And now we are going to move on to Denmark. today um crown princess mary held a meeting with representatives from the organization the maternity foundation um so they released a book back in the fall called it must not cost to give life um on the occasion of the organization's 15th anniversary and crown princess mary wrote the forward for the book um however she wasn't able to receive the book and have that um, like ceremonial moment until today because well COVID and other possible scheduling conflicts I'm not really sure um, so they met um, Mary was able to look through the book um, and overall it was just like a lovely event um, I don't read Danish so I haven't read the Ford or the book um, and the title that I just read is a translation it's not even in Eng like the book is in Danish um but that's okay so I haven't yet figured out where Mary's office is like in terms of where she goes to have a work day with meetings like this and stuff I haven't figured that out yet um I was gonna look into it last night and then I was having some tech issues. This happens to me probably once a week where I have tech issues. Um, and my internet since I moved is being really spotty. It worked perfectly at my apartment, which I should say was like two blocks away from where I live now. But where I live now, it doesn't work as well. So I lost my internet and I was having some upload issues. So I didn't get a ton of time to research last night. Um, but anyway, that is neither here nor there. But the meeting today was held in the exact same location as it was yesterday, wherever that is. So that is what was going on in Denmark. 
Um, and now we are going to move on to the Netherlands. <laughs> Today, initially in the Dutch royal family, there was nothing scheduled, and when I checked, um, so this is like an insight into my schedule, I know I've talked about this before, so I will typically write my script um, or outline, it's not really a script, but it's an outline, and it's what I use as like my captions on the website and Instagram, so it's well written, just not, I don't read it verbatim, um, it just reminds me of like the things that happened. Um, so when I wrote, I was writing that at like maybe 1.30, normally I write it at 2, but I wrote it a little bit early. It was maybe 1.45, I don't know, but it was within the normal time I write it. And there was nothing, so I just kind of like moved on, but then for some reason I just, when I was saving pictures, uh, today, I decided to go check the Netherlands one more time and there was actually an event, so I'm glad I looked. Um, but it wasn't a super formal event. In fact, it even says, um, an informal working visit. So King Willem Alexander, uh, took part in a digital informal working visit to the Zealand, to Zealand province, um, where the focus was on conversations regarding hydrogen and clean energy. So there wasn't much of like an ongoing conversation about this or like a good readout. Um, it was literally like a very casual thing from what I can tell. So not a lot going on there. Um, but I was really surprised that this wasn't anything they added to the calendar. They haven't shared any pictures from it or anything. Maybe pictures will come tomorrow if there were any taken, but I'm thinking because it was a casual or informal event that it probably wasn't something that was maybe scheduled. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but it's seeming like maybe it just wasn't scheduled or something like that. So that's what was going on in the Netherlands. I'm really fascinated by this like unscheduled casual event type of thing. Um, I want to know more, please. That's actually where I'm at. I would like to know more about this. Um, okay. So that's what was going on in the Netherlands. There was nothing happening today in uh, Norway, so we are now going to go ahead and move on to Spain. Today was another day that was like kind of normal, but like I know what's coming for the rest of the week in Spain and like this, this felt very like chill and casual um, due to what else is happening this week. So anyway, okay, so a little bit of a spoiler alert. 
there's like a really big thing happening tomorrow and I'm trying to keep it super, um, not secret because it's super public. Like if you are a super big fan of the Royals, you know what's happening tomorrow. Um, and if you're not, like, it's just kind of a fun surprise that I'm trying to keep, but I'm doing a terrible job because I suck at secrets. Um, but I'm very excited for the event tomorrow and... <laughs> I'm going to have to try very hard not to spend the entire episode talking about it because I very easily could. Um, but anyway, and then we have a state visit in the, like the next two days. So it's just, there's a lot happening and it's all very exciting. Um, but today, before all the excitement of the rest of the week, uh, King Felipe was present at the strategic plan presentation for Renault Group, which is, um, Renault is a motor, a car company, um, that is, I did a little bit more research. So Renault is owned by Nissan and I think Mitsubishi is also owned by Nissan. Um, so that is like part of the alliance that is part of the strategic plan. Um, they talked about a four year plan and most of that is about the transition to fully electric vehicles. So right now I think Renault has like probably four um, electric, fully electric vehicles in the next four years, they're going to increase that to 13. So that's a really awesome, um, deal. I'm not entirely sure of like the EU's, um, if they have a timeline for, um, the EU going fully electric. I know, I think it's Norway, this year stopped selling uh, fuel, like gasoline powered vehicles. And I think they have the goal to have them all off the road by like 2024 or something. Um, I think, I'm not entirely sure about that, but I think that's kind of um, that. But I don't know about the EU if they have a similar goal or anything like that. I can tell you for sure the US does not. But, um, that was like the big part of their strategic goal. Uh, Felipe was at the Renault factory in Palencia, which is in, um, the Northern part of Castile, uh, Castile and Leon, uh, which is North of Madrid. Um, and so he, they have a factory there that he was able to tour, but also take part in the strategic, um, session. It wasn't really a session. The stuff had been decided. It was a presentation. So that's what was going on today in Spain. Not a whole lot. Um, but again, we have a very exciting week ahead. It is only Tuesday and there are three more days of extremely exciting Spanish Royal Family events. So I will leave you with that cliffhanger and we will move on now to the Swedish Royal Family. I am shocked at how busy the Swedish royal family was today. Um, so when I checked yesterday, they had like one event maybe scheduled for today, like 
one. We ended up with four, um, which I'm not complaining, but it's just, I know every royal family is doing this for the most part, aren't like pre-announcing some of their, especially digital conversations, but like, it's really hard to keep track of sometimes. I'm just going to say that. Um, and especially Sweden, because they don't always, they have a very, their website for some reason, aside from like the British royal families, which is a nightmare because it doesn't update frequently, so you have to have access to the core circular, but um, the Swedish royal family is like the second in terms of most difficult website. Um, like there are royal families that I don't like the layout of. Um, but Sweden is just very hard to navigate and it frustrates me to no end. Um, I was noticing that today. I'm like, why can't I, like, I wanted to click somewhere and it wouldn't go to the place I wanted it to. And it was just not helpful. So anyway, let's get into the four events. Um, so first King Carl Gustav took part in a, um, meeting of the International Chamber of Commerce in Sweden, um, via... I think maybe just phone, maybe video link. I'm not sure they didn't say. Um, so that was first. There was no information on that. In fact, didn't even know they had it. Um, the, um, the initials like ICC for International Chamber of Commerce. I don't know what that's called at the moment. Um, they had that. They didn't have like even what it was for so I had to like do research it was insane um so that was the first thing next Queen Sylvia sent a pre-recorded video message to open um the Sweden against drugs conference again I don't speak Swedish um they didn't have like a lot of when I checked they didn't have a lot of information about what she said so I have no idea um, but that was the next event. And then Crown Princess Victoria had two different digital meetings. Plus there was a little bit of an update of like, yes, they are back to work. They are still in quarantine following doctor's orders. Um, but Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel are back to work, just not out in, uh, public. So, um, Victoria held, like I said, two digital meetings, one with the Secretary General of Norden's Ark. Uh, which is an organization focused on helping endangered animal species um, that Victoria serves as patron for. And then next, she took part in a digital meeting with the City Council for Stockholm about the work that they are doing to combat homelessness. Um, and this is another one. There wasn't, like, a lot of information. They literally just kind of repeated themselves in different words in this paragraph. Um, but that is something that, I don't know, there isn't a lot you can say about it. Like, <laughs> I personally would like a lot of details about, like, the conversation, um, but I understand that that's not always possible, so that's okay. So that's what was going on in Sweden. Um, like I said, a bigger day, but their website makes it really hard to figure out what's going on. So that is it for this episode. I apologize. I am having a lot of trouble um, 
breathing over the past couple days so I know every now and then you can hear me wheeze. I'm not entirely sure what's going on. I don't feel sick. I don't have COVID but like I just have a hard time breathing. Um, it's been happening all day. Like I will pause and I'll take cough breaks and I'll edit out a lot of the wheezing but as long as it's not completely ruining the word I'm keeping it in because honestly like that's where I'm at just having a hard time breathing so I apologize if you're finding that really annoying um, I personally am also finding it annoying because I can't breathe so um, yeah that is it for this episode sorry again um, check out thedailyroyal.com the daily royal on Instagram I'll have photos and if there are any videos of today's events, I'll have those posted. Um, and then also like and review this podcast wherever you're listening. Um, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Have a really great Wednesday. Bye.